Welcome to the Lady Preacher Podcast, a podcast for the progressive Christian, where we talk about an all-loving God, an embodied Christ, and an ever-moving spirit. Dive right in as we wrestle with what it means to live out our faith in the world. Hi, friend. Welcome to 12 Days of Christmas Blessings with the Lady Preacher Podcast. If I haven't met you yet, or even if I have, hi, (laughs) I'm Kelsey Beebe. I'm a minister in the United Church of Christ and the host of this lovely podcast. And I am very excited about this mini series. We have invited on some of our former guests on the podcast, and each of them will be doing their very own episode, offering you some scripture, a reflection, and a blessing. We know that you're busy, so we're keeping these episodes short, sweet, and simple. There's a lot happening in our world, and you do so much for others. I'm grateful you're letting us do this one thing for you. Thank you for being here. I hope and pray that this mini-series blesses you and fills your well this holiday season. Merry Christmas, my friends. Hi there, I'm Liz Titchener, and I'm glad to be with you today. I'm an Episcopal priest leading a congregation in the Bay Area of California, and I'm the author of The Night Lake, a book charting my winding path through grief and on into new life after the deaths of my mother and son in quick succession. I'm a wife and a friend and a mom to two living kids, now a dog mom also, and I'm really glad to be with you all as we get ready for Christmas together. I'm going to start by reading to you from the prophet Isaiah. This is from the 12th chapter, verses 2 through 5. Surely God is my salvation. I will trust and will not be afraid. For the Lord God is my strength and my might. He has become my salvation. With joy you will draw water from the wells of salvation. And you will say on that day, Give thanks to the Lord. Call on his name, make known his deeds among the nations. Proclaim that his name is exalted. Sing praises to the Lord, for he has done gloriously. Let this be known in all the earth. I want to tell you about Christmas nine years ago, or the run-up to Christmas, really, and how much I was struggling with it. I had been ordained a priest just a few weeks earlier and was still reveling in that celebration. And at the same time, my heart was broken wide open. My mom had died not four months earlier. My daughter was just a year old. It all felt so raw, so untenable. I wasn't sure I knew how to be a mom without my mom, and I really didn't know how I would do that for Christmas. The baby Jesus part at church, that was fine. It was all the home practices that caught in my throat. My mom and I had always delighted in creating that beauty together as we brought the holiday into our home. Baking, forcing paper white bulbs indoors, all the extra opportunities for homespun art. Having loved this time together so much, after we cleared out her house, I'd brought home two boxes of Christmas ornaments. My brother had only wanted a few of them. 
But as I stood in my little upstairs apartment in Berkeley, bouncing my young daughter, the thought of putting up a tree weighed on me. Day after day, I considered it, but just couldn't bring myself to do it. I was grateful that my daughter didn't yet know the difference, but I was stuck in the middle, both remembering the joy of it all and also feeling the heartache so acutely. And still, this pernicious joy tugged at me as the days clicked by towards Christmas. Finally, I decided to wade in just a little bit. I didn't have to get a tree, I realized, and I gave myself permission for it to be simple, for it to be just a start. I hauled the boxes of ornaments up from the basement garage and began sifting through decades of beauty. So much of the box's contents were unraveled, ornaments with bits broken off or gummed up from old candy canes, many just generally tattered. Several years earlier, I had bought a houseplant, a vine, and it now wrapped all the way around the one main room of our apartment. Slowly, batting back tears, I pushed a chair around the room, climbing up and down and up and down as my daughter looked on. Carefully, I hung the ornaments on the vine all around us. They caught in the light and danced in warm air rising from the heater. Finally, the box of ornaments empty, I sank into the couch, and together with my daughter, we took in the scene, all this broken-down beauty surrounding us. It was just right. Friends, I wonder if it is hard for you to show up for the holidays this year. If it is, know that you're not alone. I think this is where lots and lots of folks are every year. And this year, now almost two years into this brutal pandemic, I suspect this struggle may be all but universal. We're tired and somehow both heartsick and numb to it all. Trying to hope while seeing how our hope sometimes frays the longer we have to hold on. This is where I want to return to the prophet Isaiah where I remind myself of his wisdom. Go back to that well, the well of salvation, the well of goodness and joy that has fed you, formed you, the well that has offered you balm for your soul, that has put you back on your feet, the well of all that has helped you make it this far. You've made it this far. Can you draw from that well again? Maybe you're too tired to pull up a whole big bucket, and that's okay. How about a little cup? A sip? This is what I realized on that Christmas nine years ago, and what I'm remembering again this year. We don't have to do it all, but we can reach for a bit. We can welcome a small glass of that salve and be saved with it again for today. What I'm finding is that it sneaks up on you the way joy can surprise you. My hunch is that drawing from this well is a cumulative gift. 
the salvation we drink in, that we allow to heal us and make us whole, it stays with us and adds up, even just a spoonful or a cup at a time. The last couple of weeks have been nutty in my house, but then maybe December always is. This past weekend, my kids had the chance to go and play in the snow with their cousin, which is a rare treat for these California kids. They were really hoping for a Christmas tree, though, also, and asked if I could get one while they were gone. And so I went. I didn't think a whole lot of it, other than that it was kind of funny to be going without them. It was a clear, crisp day on, uh, with a, a just wonderfully blue sky. As I picked out our tree, I, I chatted with the other folks there, and someone commented on my smile. I realized I was, in fact, grinning, delighting in this simple task at hand. My heart was light. It is still broken. I think it always will be. But on this day, it was also light. What a change from nine years earlier. Keep dipping into the well of our salvation, friends. It doesn't change the loss or the pain. It doesn't cover over it, but slowly, slowly, it can change us. Thanks be to God for that gift. Now, a blessing for you in this weary and wonderful season. Life is short. <laughs> And we do not have much time to gladden the hearts of those who make the journey with us. So be swift to love and make haste to be kind. And the blessing of God who made us, who loves us, and who travels with us be with you now and forever. Amen. My friend, thank you so much for joining us today. I am so grateful for you. Without you, this ministry would not be possible. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. The Lady Preacher podcast is part of a nonprofit called Dancing Pastor Ministries. And you can find us online at dancingpastor.org or join the community by finding us on Facebook at Dancing Pastor Ministries. If you would like to be a part of supporting this podcast, there are many ways you can do that without giving monetarily. You can share our posts on social media, send an episode to a friend, or just leave a review. If you would like to support us financially, you can do so at dancingpastor.org slash give. My friend, you are a gift. Thank you for being here and God bless.